All right. Welcome back to another awesome, amazing episode of Life, Life, Life in, in Spring. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. We're going to go in a really cool direction today. Uh, recently, I picked up the Mario 3D World for the Nintendo Switch, and I'd have to say that I'm going to give it a 10-star review. I'll just go ahead and say it at the very beginning, 10 stars. This is like my all-time favorite video game that Nintendo put out within, like I don't know, probably like the last 15 years or something. So, uh, yeah, this game is really, really cool. In fact, I owned it on the Wii U, and yes, of course, I sold my Wii U to get a Switch, and I rebought it again recently, which technically Nintendo should give me a discount on this one. So, uh, because I did previously see own this one on the Wii U, and um, uh, yeah, but you know what? I think it's worth it. Uh, this game is definitely worth it, though. If you've never actually played this game before, uh, uh, I'll go ahead and I'll play a few things. I'll give you my thoughts on it, and uh, I will uh, definitely give you a honest opinion about it, uh, why I enjoy it, and why I think it's honestly the best game that I think that Nintendo has even put out now on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, this should have been like a day one release on the Switch, but uh, I mean, here we go. We're in February of 2021, and uh, they just re-released it, and it came with a uh, double pack, I guess you could call it. It came with a another game. Uh, which I'll talk about that as well, uh, called Bowser's Fury. And that is like, I guess, a whole new adventure with Mario. They call it a DLC, but to be honest with you, uh, from what I played, uh, it is quite a very interesting game from that, uh, I guess, perspective of Mario and his adventures with Bowser and all that stuff. So without even thinking, we're just going to go right into it and we're just going to talk about it and we're going to have some fun and... We'll start off with the Super Mario 3D World. And uh, again, this was like originally for the Wii U. This game was like my favorite, I'm just telling you. Uh, it was actually the first game I got with the Wii U. It came with uh, Super Mario 3D World. Well, actually, it didn't come with it. It actually uh, was a uh, separate game I had to buy. And it uh, came with the Mario, uh, what is it, the Super Mario Wii U version of it's like a 2D version, but this is the 3D version. So yeah, and uh, it's very based around like cats and things of that nature. Um, and just overall very, very cartoony and fun feeling. So uh, it's definitely, definitely really fun. So we'll go ahead and get it all loaded up here. And uh, the music in this game is fantastic. I mean, if you've uh, been a fan of the Mario series, I believe this game is like by far the best uh, music I've ever heard in any Mario game. It just has like the best of everything, to be honest with you. There's even like classic renditions of like the original Mario 3. Uh, there's some original Mario 2, I think, in there. Uh, just uh, redone though. They, they completely redone it and remastered it. And there's even like a full orchestra. And uh, I believe that this might have been... Okay, well, they did have the uh, the Mario Galaxy series, which they actually use an orchestra and a real live, you know, percussion and things like that. 
Uh, this game is along the same lines of that, except it's just more awesome, to be honest. You know, uh, first off, you can walk around the map like you would have in like the uh, Mario 3. And I think that's kind of the theme here is it's like Mario 3D World. They're kind of basing it maybe off like the third generation of Mario for the NES. And you can walk around the, uh, the, the, how do you call it, the main world right here and go up and down pipes and things and stuff and then go into like a world by pressing A, obviously. And uh, the first one I wanted to show you, uh, I love this music from Mario Kart. This is a Mario Kart song. And uh, I just happened to play this level. This really caught my attention here, this really cool course. They actually kind of recreated like a Mario Kart world. And I just died. Uh, within, like, you know, the reaches of, like, the 3D world, which is pretty cool. Mario runs across these little plates that make him run really fast. And uh, the first thing that uh, I really just, like, I found very, very fascinating with this is the color. The color in this game is absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, like I said, the art style and the color in this game is by far one of the best. It's my favorite, to be honest with you. It's just so much fun. I mean, he's sliding down this crazy slide. There's all these colors happening and everything's bouncing around and we're jumping and collecting coins and things of that nature. Which, of course, never gets old in the Mario universe. I love collecting all these things. Super cool. Doing bouncing stunts and things like that off of different things. And it's just, I don't know. Everything about it just feels really good. The control, everything about this game is exactly how a Mario game should be. Yeah, got a one-up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that was just one course. Uh, most of the courses are actually fairly, uh, how do you say, e you know, the very first couple worlds are pretty easy. Uh, as for that, the game actually progresses and gets much harder. In fact, I think the original one for the Wii U, I actually did not beat that version of the game. I actually got to the point where I beat Bowser, but there's actually like all these extra worlds uh, beyond that. Because, you know, Nintendo always does stuff like that. It's never ending, you know, just uh, once you think you beat it, there's, there's always some more left over to do. And uh, that's what I like about this game. They actually have a lot of cool extra levels and things of that nature that you can go through and just challenge yourself and uh, try to, you know, do the harder ones. And a lot of times they get really intense. But uh, so far I made it in the third world. And... Uh, just the theme, all the themes and everything are just so fantastic in this game. And uh, I know it, it, this is just going to sound like a total hype video, but this game actually deserves the hype. Because uh, I know that I probably voiced it in the past that, uh, uh, what was it, the Mario Odyssey series? I, I, I thought it was creative, but I just didn't really, you know, I didn't really care for it that much. I, I really do like the, uh, the Mario 3D World type uh, games. I find it, uh, it makes more sense, especially from a Mario perspective. Uh, not only that, it's just, it's more fun, it's more creative. The levels are, um, you know, the level design in this game is fantastic, by the way. I'm just going back to the very first world here. And just listen to the music, the music is fantastic. I mean... This is like probably the coolest Mario music of all the games, I think, in my opinion. And of course, he turns into a cat. That's really funny about, you know, he, 
I guess that's like something that they just came up with at this, I guess this version of the game is, you know, they incorporated, usually they have some sort of animal that Mario turns into. Like, I mean, he used to be like a raccoon in the third one, which you can still be a raccoon in this one, but the whole cat concept is very interesting as well. And of course, all the original characters, like the Goombas and things, they, they look at, I mean, seriously, the, the best that they have ever had in any Mario game. And in fact, like, I mean, the detail and the art design in this game is just fantastic. Nintendo really did a good job on this version of the game. And I, you know, the, the translucent, what do you call it, the pipes that Mario flies through is also a really cool touch too. Only until when this game came out did they have like translucent pipes that he goes through and he's like zooming through them and they do these really cool cutscenes where Mario's just like flying through these pipes. And in fact, the very beginning video when you're watching this uh, introduction, uh, you see uh, Mario, Peach, Luigi, all of them flying through this uh, translucent tunnels and stuff. And uh, just incorporating that into it like as a new idea for Mario was also very mind-blowing. And then not only that, the enemies can also be like, I guess there's like a Goomba cat. You know, so there's like a Goomba cat and they do these little jump maneuvers where they can jump at you. So you got to watch out. And then of course, at the very first level, there's this one area up above where you can find a big giant rabbit. And if you catch him, there's a big mushroom. And Mario turns into this gigantic Mario. And you can just destroy everything. too funny man uh and not only that this game is very comical too i do enjoy like the comical aspect of this game i would probably say out of all the mario games it has the most humor has the most fun uh aspect of any of the mario series and then they also reincorporated that whole system where mario jumps on that pole this is actually from the very original very first mario where you would uh, jump on the pole and the flag would go up and depending on how high that you get on top of the flagpole depends how much your score is at the end. And if you get the very, very top of it, you, you know, obviously get a one up. So that's always been very traditional, the Mario series. So uh, it's very cool that they incorporated that, you know, into the 3D world. Because I know in the versions of like, you know, the previous Marios, uh, well, even Super Mario World for the uh, SNES, they actually incorporated like a flagpole, but it's more like a football flagpole in the sense that there's like a goal that goes up and down and then Mario has to catch that. And then if you hit it at the very top, you get a one up. But this one is more just like a flagpole. And that's how you end the levels. Obviously, I, I have to explain that, but... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and uh, it's just overall very fun, very, uh, the art style is amazing, like I said, and if I couldn't, you know, fluff it enough, uh, the fun that I have in this game is by far the best of all the Mario games. So uh, right now we're going to try a new level, 3-7, Switchboard Falls. This one looks like a fall scene, so it's like kind of like the transition into, into winter, so. And every theme is just, a, it's so, so cool. And then the characters, they, they get more elaborate too. Like, I mean, the, the and different types of enemies that they have in this game are probably by far the most expansive that I've seen in any Mario game. And then from the universe, they also have these bees. So like you can, if you play the Mario games, you can kind of follow along like which characters are from which universe of the Mario series. 
But as as for like anything from like the Odyssey series, um, I'm not really sure if there's anything incorporated from that because this was before Odyssey. So if people are confused about the 3D series, this was actually before Odyssey. And then it's kind of neat. You can pick up like these uh, special powers and you can just run through everything. Just attack all the guys. Crazy. Come on. Oh, I got him. And then the, the cool thing I like about this game too is that they also incorporate the uh, timing system in this. So that way uh, you're not like just exploring constantly. You actually have a goal that you have to hit. So uh, in this level I have to finish it within I think like 400 like Mario seconds. Which they start as, you know, from the top is 99 and they work their way down. It's not like a real like minutes or anything like that. It's like Mario seconds I guess. I don't really know. Oh, we're falling. This is pretty cool. And they just keep coming up with cooler and cooler, like, you know, what do you call? Oh, man, I just missed the green star. That's why I forgot to mention, actually. You're supposed to collect these green stars in each level. And these green stars, actually, uh, it uh, it's kind of like your progress in the game. Because uh, the more stars you collect, the further you go. Because... Uh, these green stars you have to use to unlock like the uh, the final boss or maybe special levels of that nature uh, So if you don't collect these uh, Special green stars then you don't progress any further in the game, so you need to make sure you collect them Man, I don't know the music is so cool and uh, This is I believe the, the original theme to the Mario 3d series and in certain levels it'll actually change with like the weather or the mood or whatever so if like you're in like a winter land and this this song is playing it kind of sounds more Christmassy you know and they're very good about doing that too like managing the themes in this game to you know be very playful for the person who's playing the game you know it's oh I just got hit by bees There's just a whole bunch of bees coming after me right now And not to mention all the cool secrets and things in this game, like, there's stuff hiding behind, like, walls that you can't see normally. And so, if you, like, happen to explore enough, you'll find out, like, there's just all these little hidden treasures and things like that around different corners. Because you can, well, the, how do you call it? the camera in this game is kind of fixed, you know, to a certain spot. You can move it to a degree just to get like a different angle. Um, but it is like in a fixed position, so you can't just like look at everything. There is like limitations to the camera system. But that's kind of cool though. Because that gives you more opportunity to explore other things. So like let's say you forgot to explore something in a previous world. You can always come back and replay it. And the replay value in this game I find is very, very, uh, how do you call it? I could see myself playing this over and over. So uh, like just getting better at it and getting further and getting, you know, how do you call it? Speed running. There's a lot of people out there that do these speed runs and you can actually like, you know, try to see how you can beat your previous score if you're faster or slower. And the cool thing about this game too 
is uh, haven't haven't even messed around with it, but there is online playability, and I think that's only with people that you're actually like you know friends with on your Nintendo Switch. Uh, but yeah, there is like a whole multiplayer uh, universe within this. So if you're playing with friends online, I'm sure it's even more fun. You can like tackle these levels together, and so that's kind of a cool thing. But uh, a- as for this version of the game, uh, I do feel that they improved it a little bit. Uh, obviously the graphics are much better because now you're able to play in the actual 1080p uh, or high definition or what do you call it. I know that the Wii U was not incorporated necessarily in like that high definition. It was kind of like a little bit lower than high definition. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the graphics and the visuals on this are very, very, uh, very, very clean. Much cleaner than the Wii U version. The Wii U version, you can definitely tell there's a downgrade in the in the in the quality uh, of like the visuals. You can see the resolution's not as high. Uh, so this this version of the game is is uh, much more clear, much more uh, colorful, uh, just overall uh, remastered, if you want to call it. We'll go ahead and tackle this castle real quick. And uh, the the battles between Bowser and the bosses are very unique too. There's like these big trains that you have to like crawl across. It's like a moving level, practically. And then uh, they also do that thing which they did with the Mario 3, the NES version. There's, they have these levels where the level's actually moving, it's progressing, it's traveling, and you have to keep up with it. And uh, that's also kind of a cool touch. It adds a little bit of uh, difficulty to the, to the levels a little bit, you know, if you think about it. Because if you're trailing behind, you'll actually, uh, you'll, you'll, yeah, Mario will die if you actually trail behind too, too far. So uh, it's kind of nice that they incorporate that. Kind of adds more of a challenge to it. And the whole idea with the cat too is kind of funny because, like they, like I said, they actually have like some, uh, some enemies that have like cat ears and tails and things like of that nature, I guess. And, uh, you know, I guess within reason, because I guess, you know, obviously Nintendo's from Japan, and Japan is, like, really big into cats and, you know, animals of that nature, and raccoons and things of that. Oh, dang, I should have went a little further. See, there's little things that you'll actually mess up on a little bit, too, in this game. Like, you'll actually see, like, a, a pipe, and you're like, oh, yeah, let's go down it. And then uh, you'll forget that, like, if you just take a minute to look around, there was, like, some extra things I could have got and I totally passed them up. Let me see. Get those. So, there's like a lot of different... There's a lot of different variations in this game, which is kind of neat. And I think I just passed another secret. Dang it. Uh, but yeah, these these battles, these uh, final battles are pretty interesting. They actually brought back the original... Uh, it's like the Koopa... What do they call them? Like... They're like minions of Bowser, and they have different uh, abilities, and you have to defeat each one of them. That one was actually kind of easy, so. Yeah! And like I said, the music is just, it's very humorous, it's very playful, it's fun. You have to, oh yeah, that, that's the other thing too, that uh, there's so much happening in this game. You're actually supposed to rescue like these little fairies, and they're inside these bottles. I guess Bowser like trapped them inside of a bottle. 
and he keeps them captive for some reason and you're supposed to go rescue them so that's kind of the fun thing about this game is you're rescuing these little fairies that are flying around in bottles course clear yeah and that's the super mario 3d world version of the game now there is a another side to this game which is actually quite interesting as well uh, there is a bowser's fury okay and once this is over i'll explain that so the fairy is actually building some sort of like a tube it's like a translucent trans man i can't even say that word a clear tube. It's like a glass tube that Mario flies through. It must be air pressurized because Mario flies through that thing like crazy. It's pretty funny. There he goes. And the sound is so funny too when he flies through. Too too funny. Alright, what is this? Oh yeah, there's like these bonus levels too. Like Bowser bonus levels. And these things are like actually pretty fun there's only like one star you have to achieve in this one but it, it's probably a whole lot of fun i know that these ones are really really interesting too but uh we'll go back to the main screen and when you go to back to the main screen there's two different options in fact i didn't even see this necessarily before but if you see that there's a super mario 3d world on the front if you just slide over to the right there's the bowser's fury now this was the thing that people were talking about. They couldn't quite understand what this is all about. In fact, uh, it, it was probably like the whole selling point to the Mario 3D World. And to be honest with you, the Mario 3D World itself is 100% worth the money. I mean, if you're talking about a you know good Nintendo game, and that's that's totally like you know fine on on its own. And the Bowser's Fury, I don't know if it was just like you know hey you know here's a bonus or here's like an extra thing for you, but. Uh, this game is quite different. Uh, it plays similar to the Mario 3D World, uh, but it is, in a sense, a very like dark kind of like game. You know, because Bowser is like this really scary-looking creature. But I was actually shocked to see how playful the game was and how unique it was. Um, in fact, if Nintendo is going to go in any direction with Mario, and I don't know if my advice really counts for anything, but this would be the best direction for Mario to go in. It is probably the funnest Mario game I have ever played. And I, by that, I mean like it is literally the best Mario idea, the best Mario concept, the best controls. Um, Odyssey doesn't even stand a chance to this. I mean, Odyssey was kind of a bogus game this game is like seriously like the future of nintendo mario whatever uh which is this bowser's fury and the name kind of throws you off a little bit i don't know for me like the the title of the game didn't really catch me very well like i'm just like oh yeah bowser's fury okay whatever i was just kind of like thinking i'll just throw this off the side and not pay attention but the entire concept of it is very interesting and this game is actually very uh inspired uh, by that whole cat theme. In fact, everything in this in this version of the game is inspired by cats, which I thought was very humorous. And the music is super cool. This is probably like the funniest, uh, like you know, Mario music. I like it. 
And then what happens is obviously, you know, the fun runs dry for a minute or two. And then Bowser keeps waking up from like this sleep or something because you keep knocking him back. And then this giant Bowser character. And you can see the whole world. The whole world is available at your fingertips. And when Bowser wakes up, he's like super PO'd, man. This guy is really upset. He'll shoot like these big laser flames and... Uh, there's all this fire that rains down from the sky. And it's overall actually kind of, like, disturbing. Until you figure out how to beat him. Now, there's two different ways to do this. There's these little things called cat shrines that you collect. And they're collected after doing some sort of, you know, minute task, like collecting one on top of a mountain thing or like you know or a hill or something like that or defeating something defeat maybe like a little character or solve a puzzle for that matter and then you collect these things called cat shrines and uh these cat shrines will shine light on bowser and then he stops for a while or when he pops up like this, if you collect enough cash shrines, you unlock what they call a gigabell. I think that's what it's called. If I'm right, let me see. Yeah, it's a gigabell, which is a giant power-up of like a of like a cat bell, and it turns Mario into this gigantic like lion. And then you basically have like this big battle between Bowser once you unlock that. It's like this like ro like giant robot fight. If you think of it, it's almost kind of like on the lines of that. And then you can literally like scratch and punch and, you know, fight Bowser with your cat superpowers, which is funny. And uh, as of now, I don't have a Gigabell active, so... I'm just going to try to avoid Bowser for the time I, that I can right now because if he hits you, you downgrade and then you die or whatever. They take your coins. But the interesting thing about this game is that they actually incorporate uh, a different kind of system. There are no like one-ups or lives or anything in this game. It's basically like you have power-ups, like, you know, uh, the the bell that Mario uses, uses it to turn into a cat. You have, like, the mushrooms, and you have, like, uh, you know, fireball power-up and things like that. And you basically just collect these unwillingly. It just, you keep collecting as many as you can. And these are, I guess, in a sense, like, just the power-ups that Mario uses throughout his adventure. Man, he's not going away. Why is this not happening? This is the longest that he's ever tried attacking me. Wow. And it, it is seriously just, like, action-packed. Like, this is, like, probably the most action-packed Mario I've ever played. <laughs> this is interesting. Alright. But uh, as for the game itself, uh, it is very interesting. There's a lot of different technicality that they have in this game for like, uh, how do you say, uh, unlocking things and putting together puzzles and 
and just, you know, traversing the world and everything that you're in. Alright, he just landed right on me. What the heck? <laughs> this is crazy. I don't know how to get away from him. I think I'm at that point in the game where I've gotten far enough to where, like, I have to do something different. I can't just, like, you know, ignore the problem that's happening here. Because there's a big problem. It's a very, very big problem. <laughs> and the funny thing about this game is when you first start, uh, there's, uh, what's his name? The Bowser Jr. He's like, I guess, Bowser's son or something, uh, is asking for help. And he's like, oh, man, my dad, he's really out of control now. You know, he's... I don't know, we need to do something about this, you know, so you basically are accompanied by Bowser Jr. in this game. He's kind of like your your friend, and so basically you have to, like, work together with him and collect all these different shrines, which is a, it's kind of an interesting concept. You know, Mario before used to be, like, you have to collect these stars, and you have to, like, uh... You know, you get power-ups with these stars and stuff, and now it's like, they've kind of changed them. Kind of, like, different types of, uh, uh, you know, relics you have to collect and whatnot. And, uh, what's interesting, too, is you have this character, this giant dinosaur that, sw like, swims in the water. Uh, this dinosaur character is actually quite a, uh, useful, um in the game because there's a lot of water you're basically floating around on these islands and uh, like you're surrounded by like a ton of water and so this character Nessie I think is the name of the character you can like swim around on Nessie and Nessie will like get you to all these places you, you like need to get to uh, but let me see he's not going away so let me see if I can just let me see if I'll just uh, die here for a second because it's getting really intense. Come on, just go for it. Okay, go. He should go away now. Let's see here. <laughs> and when you die, you lose all your coins. But I mean, I, for the most part of it, it's like you, either it takes a majority of your coin. You can only get 100 coins, by the way. And each time you get 100 coins, you get a power up. All right, that's better. Okay, thank goodness. That music was getting to me. And I think this music was from the, uh... This might have been from the, uh, Galaxy. Yeah, I think this is music from Galaxy. Or no, no, no. Or it could have been from the... Uh, this might be from Odyssey. So there's a lot of different things they incorporate in this game. I mean, there's a lot of different types of Marios that they put into this and... Make it very unique. But as for the most part of it, there's like these little cats that walk around. And whenever you're Cat Mario, they seem to like you a lot. So, like I said, th this game is very heavily uh, themed around cats. And I, I don't think that's exactly a mistake that Nintendo was looking for that. This would be like something to catch the, uh, the attention of the, the players, you know. It's just kind of fun and quirky and you know, playful and whatnot. So, let's see if we can find some sort of task that I can accomplish here. But yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta like that music though. That music is just so much fun. 
Like, it is literally probably like the best music from any Mario game. And they also have these uh, pipes, these glass pipes that you uh, fly around in as well. This one's very hard. This one actually, you have to collect these blue coins and it's it's pretty difficult. I, I, I still haven't been able to finish this one. Maybe I can try, but no, I just missed one. Dang it. Yeah, but some of these tasks are, they're, they're easy and some of them are very difficult. So there's a different kind of like level of, uh, of what do you call, difficulty in, in almost each like area where these little like islands exist. There are like different levels of uh, difficulty. So obviously the further you go, the further the difficulty goes. And that's kind of normal with every Mario game. But yeah, okay, there's this little cat. Actually, that's no, a big cat. Uh, she's looking for like her little, you know, kids or whatever. And you have to bring them. There's three of them that are, mi that are missing. And I, I still haven't been able to find, you know, these guys yet. But they're supposed to be like these little cats walking around. And oh, there's one. And you can pick them up. It's so funny. All right, I found one. <laughs> All right, two more. There's gotta be another one around here somewhere. But yeah, like this concept, if Nintendo's gonna go in this direction, if they're gonna continue doing this series of whatever this Bowser's Fury thing is, and I mean, at this point, I've lost count of how many different Mario games there are now, I mean, or whatever variations of this game there are. Uh, this would be a very good direction for Nintendo. I think this is going to get them a whole new audience. Not only that, the original audience of Nintendo, you know, guys that like myself who have been playing it for years and years. Uh, not only that, kids that are interested in Mario. It is, how do you say, it's just real, it's real fun, you know, it's, it's just, uh, the controls are really great too. You have full manipulation of the camera. Uh, the controls and themselves are very, very nice too. Mario runs real fast if you hold down the, you know, the run button. Pretty much everything is exactly the same. Oh, the cool thing too is if you pick up a Koopa shell, you can actually go inside of it, and he, uh, it turns red, and you can like actually control it and bounce off walls and hit in, like the enemies and whatnot. It's kind of interesting. There's just like a lot of different things like that to like explore in the game that you don't quite uh, see in the original Mario games. So this is actually kind of a cool concept. And he's just like sliding around with this Koopa shell. I'm inside of it, which is funny. And then eventually if you're just kind of like, you know, you know, just messing around for a while. This Bowser comes back, though, and he's gonna just start wrecking everything all over again. But you know what? I I, I got this vibe when I was playing this game, kind of like uh like Sonic. There's these like gold rings, I guess, that they incorporate now into this Mario games, and you can collect these gold rings. I'm not. I think they're worth like five or ten coins a piece, but uh, it's kind of cool. Let me see. Yeah, or a few coins, I don't know. Uh, it kind of has that vibe, like a Sonic vibe. In fact, it kind of reminds me if they were to combine the two, Mario and Sonic. And I do know that Nintendo has uh, stakes in uh, the whole Sonic uh, 
you know, what do you call series now? I mean, I guess they have for a while, but uh, it almost seems like that's kind of what they did here. It's like the combination of the two. Oh man, and there's this like black tar that you, you can actually get stuck in and Mario will like immediately just like perish if he's in this tar. And now I'm just swimming around with no help here. <laughs> These little fish, like the fish have cat ears. Everything is totally cat themed in this. So I see like this whole cat theme happening. And of course, Bowser's back. Man. There's really no hiding from him once he comes back. Let me see here. Oh, and when uh, Bowser shows up, all those little, there's like these little cats that walk around. They turn into like little evil cats, so you have to watch out, they'll attack you. And I just died. Yeah. But that's better. I mean, this game gets way too intense when Bowser's around. Yeah, see, okay, they take like 50 coins for every time you die. So for every time you die, you do get you lose 50 of them. But you, you can keep collecting everything. Everything is like fully collectible over and over again. And what's really neat too is that the environments, they constantly change. So you'll actually do like one task. You'll, you'll accomplish like a star or this cat shrine or whatever you call it. And... Uh, you'll leave and come back and the whole environment's completely changed. And so now there's like new things to do after you've collected the, the original ones. So that's kind of neat that they incorporate that. So your, your environment's constantly changing. So this whole world that Mario's involved in is constantly evolving. It's constantly like happening all the time. So I find that it's a very cool touch that they added to the game. And see, let me. I have like a 46 of these cat shrines, so I'm trying to figure out where the next ones are. And I don't seem to really see any more of them. I'm wondering by the time I hit 50 if I'll be pretty close to the end. Now, I'm not sure how far this actual game goes. Like, I know that they uh, call it a DLC. Uh, that's actually like in the description when you buy the game, I guess. It's like considered a DLC. Like, I guess a throw-in with your Mario 3D World. So this might even just be like an example of what they might be, you know, be uh, thinking about doing in the future with ne with uh, nin Mario Nintendo games or whatnot. So uh, if they plan on doing more stuff like this, I, I think it's definitely going to pay out big dividends with the Nintendo fans because when I was playing this I literally had one of the one of the best Mario experiences that I've had even though there's really not a lot happening necessarily the the environments are kind of simplistic in the sense that uh, it's not like you're going world to world it's just one giant world that constantly changes So maybe that's kind of why they give it like that DLC kind of like DLC just means downloadable content, which now has been turned into like a an acronym for kind of like not necessarily a full game, but you're kind of getting like partial, like, you know, a piece of the game that maybe wasn't added there before or just, uh, you know, the, the developer thought this would be fun to throw in or something like that. And that's what DLC has kind of turned into. The word, the acronym, I guess you could call it. 
But the challenges are actually pretty cool. There's a lot of different challenges uh, for Mario to encounter in this game. Right now, I'm going through this like this giant lava, you know, world or platform. I'm platforming all these different areas where before I was actually collecting little cat. There's like these additional shrines that you collect five of them and then you get like a full shrine or whatever. And uh, I already collected those. So now I'm just like seeing if there's anything else left to do in this area. And I'm guessing that there really isn't anything more to do. Oh, no, wait. No, no, there's something there. Oh, shoot. All right, that's interesting. I didn't see this before. See, there's things you won't find out from the last time. All right, there's a shrine way up here at the top. So when I collect the shrine, you'll be able to hear what it sounds like when Mario collects. Basically, the equivalent of like what a star would be if you collected one. All right, so, okay, I completed four of them now. And these shrines activate like these little light towers that I guess keep you safe from Bowser or something. And in fact, I should have waited a little bit longer because Bowser's coming back right now. If you collect the shrine while Bowser's, you know, doing his crazy stuff, uh, yeah, here he comes. Uh, it'll actually like deter him from coming back and then he'll just go right back into the ground and then, you know, wait until the next time he's going to show up. But yeah, he is mean looking in this game. I'm telling you, like, really, really mean. And Mario is just so nice. He's so playful and funny. Especially when he's in a cat outfit. It's just too funny. When you look at him, he's, like, dressed like a cat. <laughs> Ooh, I found a bell. And yeah, so basically, like, these little bells and these upgrades and stuff are kind of, like, in a in a, in a weird way, like, your, your levels or your... Not levels, uh... Yeah, I just died. Okay. Uh, they're kind of like your one-ups, if you think of it. Because you don't actually get one-ups in this game. You just get power-ups. And they, they multiply. Like, if you have, like, five bells and and five, uh, what do you call, fire flowers, you can actually select them at the bottom. See, and you can see the map and see what's all happening here. So you can select from a bell, a mushroom, uh, one of those boomerang things, a fire flower. Uh, what is that? The raccoon suit? And a, 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 there's a special bell. It's actually like a looks like a Christmas bell. And that actually, I tried to figure out what the difference is between this. And the only difference between this, since I've actually found out, is if you just if you do if you do a ground pound, like a ground pound, it like generates coins. And Mario turns into a statue. But that's pretty much the only difference I've saw. Ooh, what's this? All right, cool. All right, let's try to get this shrine. If I get the shrine, Bowser just goes away. Come on, no, no, no. And some of these tasks are actually, they're not easy. Some of them are pretty profound. The very beginning of it was very, very easy, but then it kind of, it gets more intense, like I said. Oh man. See, I'm not really paying attention here, so I'm probably gonna die, and I just died. All right. But uh, yeah, uh, this is a cool game. Um, I wouldn't say it's like uh, the best game Nintendo's ever put out, uh, but it is definitely up there. I would have to say that if they continue to do this uh, style of Mario games, 
and it kind of it maybe it has a little bit of a, like the vibe of like the Odyssey, but it's more like in the Mario world, you know, the Odyssey game. I don't know. It just didn't feel like Mario. It felt kind of lazy. Uh, but this Bowser's Fury was actually pretty cool. So I think that if they, they keep everything within the Mario universe, you know, try not to go too outside the box uh, with like throwing a hat and doing all this weird acrobatic stuff that doesn't make any sense. Uh, and just stick to the basics, you know, Mario run, jump, get the little power ups that Mario uses all the time, you know, uh, then I think that uh, this game uh, or the future of Mario will actually have a very interesting outlook. And I'm not trying to diss on Odyssey so much, but I guess I kind of expected more from Nintendo. But the game does have a big kind of like adventure if you call it but the problem is that you don't know where it ends you don't know where it really begins you kind of just know that you're just kind of slouching around collecting these stars and stuff uh this game actually you can see progress happening you can actually see that things open up to new levels and whatnot and i think that's really cool i think that that that's kind of what you need in a in a video game you can't you can't just always like expect people to get it you know you have to kind of have a game that looks like and feels like it's going to progress and get better and things. And, uh, of course, Super Mario 3D World, just for that game alone, I think is just, you know, it's fantastic. It's just a fantastic game. Uh, and like I said, my review on that is definitely a five, five out of five, five out of five stars, 100% fun. Uh, probably, like I said, one of Nintendo's best release games uh, in a while. Uh, so yeah, this one's definitely a win for the Switch. Uh, I really do find this fantastic. I don't know. I, I guess I can't say enough, but, uh, uh, as for most of the games that come out recently, uh, yeah, I haven't been that impressed with some of the games. Let's just say, uh, Animal Crossing. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I actually traded that game to get this game. So, and by the way, I got a good good trade value on it too if you if you trade uh, animal crossing right now you can get like 36 bucks and uh or is that 34 I, something around that and uh yeah go trade in that game and get this game <laughs> to be honest with you it's way better uh there's more of a point to it so and mario is is just that that kind of fun jumpy kind of game that i find it's 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 always fun no matter what i mean no matter what any mario game is obviously going to be fun but this one by far is probably the funnest and uh, it'll definitely keep me busy for a while um so is that uh, mario what is it the uh, 3d all-stars that one's cool too yeah that one's pretty cool except for the uh, mario sunshine that one is i like i said that game i think the the developers were angry with the consumer when they built that game. It is a weird Mario game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, as for this one though, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to say it's a good game. Uh, five out of five. I give it a five out of five. And if you don't like it, then I don't know, man, then, uh, Nintendo's probably not your thing if you don't like it. So that's just my two cents on this game. I uh, hope it was interesting enough, uh, you know, enjoying the different music and sounds of the game and stuff and hearing it on that level. Uh, it's not a video, but uh, yeah, I think it's interesting just to hear about it. If you're interested in this game, you listen to this podcast, you'll get an honest review of how I think it is. So uh, from just, you know, uh, how do you call it? 30 plus years of experience playing Nintendo. So 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, hope you enjoy. And then we'll maybe see on another podcast. I'm sure I'm going to do some more in the future or maybe just stop now. I don't know. Uh, nah, I'll make some more. Uh, but uh, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll we'll go ahead and throw in my. Uh, let me turn it up a little more. Yeah. Okay. Here we're almost there. Okay. This is my deep voice. So uh, if you ever hear this, it's uh it's a different kind of voice that I'm going to use once in a while. It's kind of funny. I think it's it's kind of fun. And uh, if you put some you put some delay on that, that's really crazy. But I can even I can go even high pitch if I wanted to. I could sound like a like a what what do you call this? Like a like that Lucky Charms guy. He's a leprechaun. Yeah, sounds like I'm a leprechaun now. Add some reverb. Now I'm a leprechaun in a well. <laughs> I fell down a well. <laughs> but anyway, seriously, uh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be some interesting things to come up, you know, in next few episodes. I'll be messing around with some cool stuff that uh, will manipulate my voice. Maybe uh, some other cool ideas like... Uh, uh, I was thinking this interesting kind of like a meditation analog therapy type thing. So that would be kind of interesting. Uh, I got the Rode NT1, which gets a lot of really cool detail out of like my voice and things I record on there. So uh, that'll be really interesting to hear like what I can do with that, especially with all these cool different effects and effects, things like effects, that. Like so, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of trippy things happening lately or new or whatever you might call it. And uh, that'll be really cool. So if you're looking forward to things on this, uh, what do you call uh, this crazy podcast of mine, there's going to be even more crazier things. So so stay tuned. And um, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy Mario. Go ahead and go play it. Just don't waste too much time playing it. Uh, just have fun once in a while playing some Mario. And uh, I think there's, I think that's it. I think that's, that, that, that's all I got to say today. So with that, we'll go ahead and we'll do some cool, fun, wacky things wacky, again. Wacky, 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 and then we'll just see you on the next episode of Life in Space. Pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you on the next one.